0: Seven studio you are listening to the
1: land DJ radio network paragon paragon 7, seven. seven. studio
0: there is this there's this notion that if you're if you live in North Nashville like like I do if you're if you're on the Hendersonville side or the Gallatin side well out where I live usually you don't go past downtown downtown is about the, the the line of demarcation so to speak and if you're if you're from South Nashville like like David is Brentwood Franklin you're not coming north of downtown you're spending most of your time on on the other side it's just coming through downtown it's a convergence. Of many interstates, and it's an absolute cluster trying to get from one side of the city to to another. So I wouldn't, if you're if you're in town visiting for Christmas, I would not advise that. But it's great to have David with me and to catch up with him and, and get a chance to to talk to him and and just see how he's doing. Uh, you you talked in the last segment about your new role, and, and I'm really excited for for you and and what you're doing, and, and really just being a part of that 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 customer experience and, and really using your talents and your skills and I just think it's it's very interesting how our careers have evolved yeah. over time and and we've gone from from being that person that's doing the submission to NCQA and mm-hmm. and, and and getting the charts and all of that stuff and moved into different things and I think that's important because Creativity, I just think that human beings want to learn and master Mm -hmm. different things over the course of time. So it's I'm just very excited about what's going on in your career, what's going on in your in your personal life and your family. We were talking during the break. And we have these really great uh, uncensored, unfiltered discussions (laughs) that we can't have on terrestrial radio, especially during the break. Um, if we're lucky and, and get to move to some other platforms, satellite radio, maybe we can go full full uncensored. That, that'll that be real interesting. Uh, it could be the demise of, of my career, but but we shall see. You talked about, and you and I both see it, and, and one of the things that I really appreciate about David is that, and really all of the people that are affiliated with this show, uh, Janelle King, yep. Isaac Palmer Jr., yep. um, Rampage, uh, for the hip-hop community, and I want to talk to you offline because Rampage and I, we're really trying to bring in hip-hop artists because you have guys in their mid-50s, yep. early 60s that are having strokes and yep. are having gout and they are having diabetes and having stuff to be healthcare ambassadors for the community. So kind of imagine your favorite artist, whether it's hip-hop, whether it's rock, yep. uh, we're in Music City, your favorite artist on a PSA saying, get a, get a, a mammography. Get a colorectal exam. We're really trying to embark on something in that and, and really talking to some private equity people and, and talking to some movers and shakers about how we can put something like that together. But David yeah. puts a lot of positive energy out on his social media, on his LinkedIn. And you had a post recently. You were you were talking about you're representing a friend uh-huh. that had an opening, a very good opening for a seasoned uh-huh. person in, in our field, in the quality field. Yep and we both talked and and we've talked about I've talked on this show about rather it's twitter rather it's it's some of these major mergers and, and acquisitions even in healthcare yeah. you see huge MAs that are that are that are nine ten figure even 11 figure yeah but then after that a whole slew of people are getting laid off and it's a it's really Interesting, and you brought it up, and and we both kind of look at each other. This is happening in healthcare now. You see, I yeah. know quite a few people. Yeah, that in in my experience, these are experienced, seasoned executives. These aren't people that are incompetent and in, and in just actually, uh, you know, napalm plans. These are people that have been in this game twenty years. Yep, talented, have a nursing degree, uh, clinicians that also worked in the quality space that are looking for work that are looking for opportunities and it's just very interesting because we've kind of moved out of that space into different spaces and almost like we moved out before before we were forced out you know it's just uh and it's just very interesting i wanted you to elaborate and talk about that because we're in a very interesting time with private equity with capital going into a recession right some of the financial implications you see a lot of of of, especially with this star stuff you're going to see health plans rationalized you're going to see yep. large plans buy smaller plans yep. i see it i do a lot of my consulting on the aco provider side mm-hmm. and i see that all the time i see people that are looking to sell i see venture capital people that are looking to get in i've had vc people reach out to me and say hey james can we hire you as a consultant to see is this company viable for purchase and i, I wanted you to talk about that because that's really something that you know is your world you you've seen that for for many years
1: yeah, I mean the, the M and A, the mergers and acquisitions um, uh, side of the the business is is popping, right. like you're saying, right, right, right now. And you know, the, there's two sides of it, right? There's the technical assessment side of it, which is fun and interesting. You and I have, you know, both had some opportunities to to participate, right, and and uh, help companies get acquired or or uh, Help people uh, understand what the real value of, of a potential acquisition is, so that's always that's always exciting and fun. But I mean, I, I, the other side of that, right? It, you know, when you do an M a merger uh, or you acquire something, it's all about taking the business but not taking the people. And, right. And, and so, I mean, I I, I want to kind of yeah, there's a technical side to M and A which is which is exciting and fun, but there's a, a real side to it that's um you know getting more real as right. time goes on, right? Um that, that post I did that you were talking about just, you know, for a friend, I got a lot of people that reached out to me. And you I know, sent it to it, several people. I, I literally forwarded every single one of them on to the company that was, was hiring and did my best to kind of uh you know kind of say, hey, you know, here's here's this individual. They're really excited. They're really interested, peers they're really strong here and here right. and, and I, I'd sort of pass it off and and i had it's funny i had a uh, a company the TUDs recruitment uh, reach out to me and like, Dave. Hey, what the hell are you doing, man? Right. We, we do this for a lot right. of money. You're like, you're killing them out, right? You're killing because these are
0: high level jobs that would have yeah. pretty strong commissions. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. About, yeah. It's
1: it's it's often like almost right. almost the first year salary right. that these companies are getting. So I like didn't know it's it that. It's much. a big number. Wow. Yeah, it's a big number so, sometimes. So anyway, yeah, I, you know, so I, there's a lot of folks that uh, that are starting to look for work. You yeah. know, and I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it on the executive side. I'm seeing it mid level. And I definitely have bumped into, you know, people, um, you know, both at former companies that have reached out to me, but also, you know, people even at my current company that, you know, they're, they're looking to move up. They're, they're trying to understand yeah. what's, what's uh, you know, what the next step is. And, and so creating ladders, right, for people at my current company, because I'm new. I've, I've been there about three months but creating ladders is, uh, you know, kind of like a passion of mine and, you know, luckily nice. I've got the support of, of the CEO and and the board. And, and so we're, you know, we're trying to create um, not, not just, you know, sort of a, a happy spot for the people that are with us, but the ability to kind of move up and, and if they want to out, but yeah, it's a weird, That's so it, important. it's a weird economy, man. I mean, it's, it's like getting a little dicey and it's a little strange.
0: Well, so I have two things, uh, two things kind of jumped out first. I'm very big when I was on the executive side of of this business. I always felt that, hey, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. So it's my yeah. job as a vice president to make sure that if I get hit by a bus tomorrow yeah. um, or I'm raptured to heaven, that this show continues to go on. Yes, And it's, it's not just as successful, even more successful. It's, it's your job, in my opinion, when you when you reach the executive line. You're not there to be the smartest person in the room. You're there to pour into people and create other leaders. Mm -hmm. So I think that succession planning and training and development is so important because, especially in our field, because quality, there's a difference between, uh, we talk with Jen, about knowing the tech specs. Uh, yeah. I knew the tech specs back and forth. It yeah. could recite. I knew all the NCQA mm-hmm. provisions and stuff. It took me about three or four years in the executive role to be a true leader, to understand that that the job is to manage my people and make sure that my people are taken care of. You know, mm-hmm. bleep that P&L. Yeah. We're going to make money, but we're going to take care of people first. And I didn't learn that for several years. And I made a lot of mistakes and alienated myself and, and, and you know, didn't just completely – blow up all over the place but I could have been a much better leader and when I learned to put my people first that's when I became uh, a good leader and that helped me to build my own personal business when I opened up so that's important succession planning so you use the word ladders I think that that's really important because people need to have the opportunity if they want to get to the next level Mm -hmm. everybody doesn't want to get to the next level some people comfort to them is just having the same job sitting in the same office or cubicle Mm -hmm. and knowing that they have stability but if you want the next level how do you get there and you said something else that's important sometimes and i would say this to people that reported to me if i had someone that was my equal in talent or even better than me in talent i'd say well look yeah. you know i'm not i'm not going to give you my job but i will help you get a vp job in another department sure. within this company or another company sure because you're you're your uh, advancement is more important than keeping you under my thumb. Mm-hmm. I figure if you go to another company, and I have an ally at another company that I help is part of my coaching tree and mentorship tree, mm-hmm. so those two things, succession planning and helping individuals to move up even if they're being coached out because they're going into higher roles, I think that that's important. But the other thing that you, that you touched on, you have this economic issue, and there's so much money – Like I said, I try to get into the positive stuff on LinkedIn. I don't really get and there. There are people on LinkedIn that are stirring up stuff and they're calling out faults of health plans and and who's unsuccessful and who's folding and all that. I don't really do a show about that. And that's part of the reason I'm successful, because we I've told people the only way I could bleep this up is to let my ego get in the way. Yeah. And start calling people out because I'm mad at them because they interviewed me for a job and didn't give me the job. Yep. And I was just like, "Oh, well, you, you didn't give me the job. Well, look at look at look at your quarterly earnings." And I just refused to get into that. That said, I'm not going to name plans. We're not doing a uh, we're not doing that. Right. And itemizing, there are health plans out there. There are ACOS out there. There are provider groups out there that are hemorrhaging money, that are not doing well financially. There are groups that are backed by private equity. That um, are learning this business. They're not germane to healthcare. And there are groups looking to get into this business yeah. that are, are global leaders and have supply chains and, and phenomenal uh, profitability, but they don't necessarily know healthcare. Well, me and you know it's gonna take you seven, eight years to learn this risk adjustment stars thing. So you're gonna lose a lot of money. That first decade, if that's you right. have if you have several billion behind you, you can weather that storm and then use some of your technology advancements to be able to move forward and really refine healthcare. But it's going to take a while. And, and I think that that's such a yeah. big part of the climate, because what I see and I see people complaining, you have these private equity um, groups that can write checks for 500 M's or even more you know, billion, several billion, mm-hmm. you're not successful initially with the ventures. I think that those private equity firms knew that you're not going to be successful because you're new to healthcare. but it becomes a news issue, right? When you have health plans that are struggling, you have plans that are pulling out of different states, yep. stuff like that, it becomes an issue. And I think that that has a lot to do with with what's going on with people matriculating, people getting frustrated in, in the business. And what are your thoughts on it?
1: Well, I mean, you know, you, you, you'd assume that if, if somebody acquires a, a company they think the company's going to do well right. Right? right and and i think to your point you know those companies that that get acquired don't always do well right. and 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 I, I think that underlines you know something fundamentally true about healthcare right it's really hard right. there's there's lots of really fancy companies that tried to get right. into healthcare and you know it, I, I i don't think that there's any shame for failing but a number of them had big profile right fails, right? So, yeah, no, I think, I think everything you're saying is- and You see it,
0: vendors selling it, it, too. It's not just, it's not just uh, the the health plans. I mean, vendors are, are, are pulling out and they're selling as well.
1: Well, and, 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 so it's sort of like, you know, future state, what's the play? I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of health plans have been starting to buy portions yep. of, of, of vendors, maybe not the whole company, but they'll, yep. they'll take a piece. And and you know that's an interesting play. You know, like particularly the companies that they're doing business with. They you know they want to have a little bit right. more of a relationship with them.
0: And what are your thoughts on that? From kind of put on your hat because you've been in some pretty large plans that had high profile. What is the benefit? to investing, like you said, maybe not buying outright, but if you're trying to invest in an in-home assessment vendor or a vendor that does uh, embedded coder clinicians or, or some type of EHR system, what is the benefit for the large? I'm talking about the big eights. I'm talking yeah. about the Uniteds, the, yeah. those type of groups. What's the benefit for them to make that type
1: of investment in your opinion? Well, I mean, you got to assume that they believe in the company, right? right. That they that they think that they do something better than, than the average in the industry, right? And they want to be a part of that success. So um, you know, you, you yeah, I mean, if you wanted to be if you, if you wanted to be really cynical, I suppose you could you could hypothesize other reasons why you, they they might buy the the company, but I mean, I I, I believe by and large they believe in these companies, okay. right? They they want they want their success to be part of of the health plans and 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 be part of that story. So um, yeah, I, that that's that would be my instinct that the majority buy for that reason. And, and, and like I said, they just want the upside of, right. of the success of, of some of these companies. Live
0: from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7, 7 Studios. 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 James Lewis, but I'm not trying to wish ill upon him, but we know historically that he's going to pull a groin. He's going to tweak a knee. He's going to tweak a shoulder. He's going to have a a, a hangnail, a chip tooth, the stomach flu. He'll be in the COVID protocol. He'll wrench his back, opening the, the door to get some cereal in his refrigerator, get some milk for his cereal. He'll slip after a workout. He'll have sciatica. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode squad. I mean, we just know that, that Anthony Davis is not built to play 82 games. He's not going to be healthy. It's not a knock on him. I'm not saying he's soft. I'm just saying that some people, when God created them, he did not create them to play an 80-game NBA season. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is Lance J. for MedHealth Clinical and Dr. Fabian Garcia. MedHealth Clinical focuses on internal medicine, primary care, and value-based services in the Winter Garden area of Orlando, Florida. Dr. Garcia is renowned for his treatment of chronic conditions such as obesity, hyperlipidemia, and diabetes. He personally coached me in intermittent fasting, which, along with other dietary changes, helped me to lose 70 pounds. Dr. Garcia truly has a passion for helping people change their lives and take control of their health. Call 321-989-6887 or go to medhealthclinic.com to book an online appointment. I'm the latest hashtag challenge. And everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. Matthew, Little Caesars is now the official pizza of the NFL. Let's hear it. Pizza, pizza. Again. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. No! Pizza, pizza! We're ready! Enjoy game day with a fanceroni Pepperoni with over 100 Old World Pepperonis. Pizza, pizza.